Alvin and Joy Slaughter are on a mission to help couples receive breakthroughs, healing, and renewed passion in their relationships. For more information, please visit alvinandjoy.com. Here's Alvin and Joy. Welcome to the show. In today's program, we're going to talk about the emotional needs of women. Now, when we're coaching couples, we find that one of the um, major problems couples have when their marriages break down is that they're not meeting each other's emotional needs. And a lot of times, they really don't know what those needs are, and that's, that's why they're not meeting the needs. That's um, the more you meet the emotional needs of your partner, the better the quality of your marriage relationship will be. Right. Say that again. Okay. The, the more you meet the emotional needs of your partner, the better your relationship will be. Yes. Okay. You will have a much better marriage relationship and okay. a closer connection. Right. So there's been a lot of research done on what are the needs, and everyone has 10 common needs. Okay. We all have 10 common needs. All right. But interestingly enough, there are five needs that are more common with women and five that are actually more common with men. Okay. So today we thought, you know, maybe we'd just break it down and uh, talk a little bit about the five most common emotional needs of women. And again, this doesn't mean that men don't have those needs as well. They're just more common to women. Exactly. Okay. okay. That's what we're I got saying. You. So I think um, the number one uh, common need would be affection. Okay. I know it is for me. I love having affection. And I think a lot of women um, desire to have affection. And what could affection mean to a woman? If you think about affection, <laughs> what do you think that means uh -oh. to a woman? Well, I hope I'm not being graded. Um, well, I think women, they want hugs and men do too. They want kisses. They want verbal support. Do you like cards and letters? Yeah, I do. Well, I not, like texts, yeah. emails. Okay, good, because I'm not, I'm not yeah, the greatest at cards and letters. But, you know, notes, um, uh, I know a lot of guys feel a little bit, um, they feel a little bit restricted when it comes to writing sometimes because we feel we have to be some great poet. But we can write a text message, I think. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, what other things? Um, well, there's everyone's different in this area. Um I love getting flowers. Not everyone would love to get flowers, um, but I love getting flowers. I think it's it's about putting thought into the relationship and showing your partner or your wife that you've been thinking about them throughout right. the day. It's it's romance. Um, you know, what's, you know what's funny? What's funny about the flowers? I remember uh, a few years ago I bought you some flowers, and I was going to put it in a nice arrangement for you when you got home, and what. Many people don't know is that I years, yeah, years and years ago, you worked in a flower shop. So when you arrange flowers, it is absolutely amazing. It's beautiful when you put it in the vase and, and set it out and the colors and stuff. So I was going to do the same thing. So I went out and bought a bunch of flowers and I, and I got home and I've, I got a, a vase or a vase or however we want to say it. And, um, the vase seemed a little bit too short for the flowers, so I started cutting the flowers. <laughs> and by the time I got finished cutting the flowers, I think you just had like a little boutonniere for your lapel or a corsage. So I threw the whole thing in the garbage. Yeah, but so. you know what was interesting about that time? <laughs> what was it? 
that you actually went out and you tried. It's it's really more about the thought. Yeah. It's you know it, it's more about that you thought of getting me flowers. It was challenging to you. You still tried it. You you did it, and that's what warmed my heart. Yeah, I think guys think that it's always the big thing. Like if I'm going to get you flowers, I have to get you five dozen roses. You know, I, I think that... And I, you think the five dozen roses is good for the whole year then, whereas I'd rather have one rose every so often well, you throughout know that, the year. Well, you know, that's a good point, because guys think if you get five dozen roses, that gives you like five points. But if you get five dozen roses, guys, or if you get one dozen roses, it's still equal to one point. It doesn't make sense, but believe me, guys, let's not try to do the math. If you get one gift, I don't care if it's... Five dozen, 500 dozen, or one rose, it's worth one point. So don't think it's going to be more than that. So what's important really is that couples, you know, ask your wife, what things really make you feel like I love you? What are the things that you like? Do you like flowers? Do you like perfume? Do you like gifts? Do you like notes? What makes you feel loved? Right. Um, What things matter to you? Um, And, you know, I made you a list of all these different things that, I loved and um, that helped you. So, you know, you can go to your list and just pick something um, and then, and then you have something to go on. So um, it's very important that you show affection and, um, and number two would be what? Oh, of the emotional needs. Yes. Conversation. Okay. Uh, Women do love to talk. And I think that's how we process our feelings a lot of times. And, and our day, we, we process things by talking. Now, this is where I think that men and women sometimes get in trouble. When women are talking about issues, whether it's issues about their job or issues of just their day, uh, us men think that we have to always fix the problem. Uh, so what do you think about that, about us men fixing you? You have a problem at work. You have a problem, uh, whatever it is, problem with one of your friends and you talk to us about it. What is it that you want us as men to do, or me as a man to do, when you're talking to me about these things? It's really important that you listen. Um, Listening, um, actually, I know I was going through a situation years ago, and um, I would talk to my mom, and I would call her, and by the time, and she's such an amazing listener, my Mm -hmm. mom is. She just, is. that's her gift. So she would just be on the phone listening intently, And um, she didn't have the solutions or the answers, but she listened. And as she listened, I discovered the answers and the solutions on my own. And by Mm -hmm. the time I was done the conversation, I already had the answers Mm -hmm. because the answers are inside Mm -hmm. of us. And by being able to talk, we process it. Mm -hmm. And so when a husband listens, um, often that's our way of processing. Yeah. And, And when you're listening to the guys out there, when you're listening... Don't be listening while you're changing the TV station. Don't don't be listening while you're checking out the uh, sports scores on your telephone. Be present. Be listening. And if and if your wife wants your input or suggestions, then then she'll ask you. But sometimes I think women just want to be able to kind of unload some of the things, and that's a good thing. I mean, you know, one of the things that I I heard uh, Jimmy Evans, who has Marriage Today Ministry, says he said. He said he tells his wife all the time, I'm the complaint department, complaint department, bring it to me. And when he first said that, I was, 
I was a little apprehensive. I mean, I'm, I'm the complaint department. It's one thing to complain about things that are happening and going on in life. It's another thing to criticize. So my suggestion to men and women is to find ways, even if, it, if, it's a, if it's a conflict situation, find ways of having conversations but not criticizing conversations because you put each other on the mm -hmm. defensive. Mm -hmm. So in a conversation where there's a conflict, instead of saying, you always do that, mm -hmm. say something similar to... Um, when such and such happens, it makes me feel like. So okay. that way you're expressing what your feelings are, and then after that, express what it is that you'd like for them to do. That way, it's not heating up the conversation and causing more conflict, but it's advancing the conversation and bringing it to a place of needs being met. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. my take on conversation. Mm -hmm. I see conversation, too when I was uh, talking about women processing things, um, I used to do mission trips and I'd bring teams and at the end of every day, mm -hmm. we would have a debrief. Mm -hmm. So it's a time where we just go over the events of the day and we debrief. Mm -hmm. What what did you feel like? You know, what mm -hmm. happened? How did that affect you? So I see kind of uh, conversation for women can be a time of debriefing too mm -hmm. and going over the events of the mm -hmm. day. So. Affection, conversation, number, number three, three, honesty and openness. Mm -hmm. hmm. We love open conversations and we love honesty from our spouse. So, you know, it's really important. Um, husbands sometimes aren't, um, they don't maybe uh, feel a need always to open up and share their deepest thoughts or discuss feelings and situations and things. But um, that's very important for a woman to hear from her spouse, mm -hmm. his feelings, his thoughts, what's really going on inside of him. You know what makes that difficult, I think, as a man, um, because we respond differently to different things, I feel that I can talk to you about, I mean, let's just be totally honest. I feel like I can talk to you about most anything. But there are certain things I feel um, I don't want to weigh you down with. So I'd rather not talk to you about it because, you know, everybody's got things going on in their life. And, uh, and, if, and if I feel like, well, you know, let me bear the burden of it. And I don't know if that's macho or pride or just care that I don't want to weigh you down uh, with certain things. I know that other, other guys, <laughs> we had a guy at our house uh, a couple of years ago, and he was saying that he doesn't want to tell his wife anything because she cries all the time. So mm -hmm. he says, well, you're going to cry. Why should I tell you anything? You know, so, so, so that's a difficult thing because most yeah. guys want to be their wife's hero. Mm -hmm. We don't want to make our wives cry. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if uh, a lot of times if a guy doesn't get the promotion at the job, he may come home and he may sulk for the next week or so. And, mm -hmm. and his wife doesn't even know why. Well, in a lot of ways, again, he wants to be his wife's hero. He feels embarrassed. He feels mm -hmm. ashamed to tell his wife that, you know, I didn't get the promotion. I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough. So I think that's that's a lot of things that happens. And what Joy and I are trying to say is we understand that. Mm -hmm. I go through the same things mm -hmm. as a man. But we're constantly trying to grow into the place where we can tell each other anything and we give each other the grace and the understanding and sometimes the space to process those things that we're thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes we do just need some space before we talk about something. Right, right, We need space right. to process it ourselves before we can open up and share it with our spouse. Yeah. So that's important, too, to remember. 
Well, let's move on. We only have like a few minutes okay. left in our program. So we said number one, affection. Number two, conversation. Number three, honesty and openness. Number four, financial support. Now that's a given. We all know that we need money to live. And right. and and what we really mean by financial support is we, we need stability. Right. We want a stable life. Right. We want to know that we feel safe and protected and that, you know, we can put food on the table and our needs met, our physical right. needs met as well. Right. So I think that's a given. That's you know, men need financial support too. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of times, I don't know if people who are listening, if you're old enough, if you're, if you're old as I am, we watch the old Honeymooners uh, episodes with Ralph Cramden and his wife, Alice. And Ralph always had big dreams. He was going to make the big money. Now, they lived in a small little apartment and he was a, a, a bus driver, which is nothing wrong with bus drivers. Bus drivers make good money. But it was just kind of a parody that he wanted to make big money. So he was always trying to make the big score, spending money on some harebrained scheme or some uh, misguided entrepreneurial venture. And I think a lot of times guys think that, you know, we have to take our our wives and put them in the biggest house in town and buy them the, the new BMW or we got to buy, and then they'll really love us and 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 respect us. But I think what you're saying is what women want is just stability. It doesn't matter whether you're a bus driver or a a garbage collector or an attorney or a teacher or whatever it is. The the key is is not to spend more than what you earn. Is that Mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Yeah. Number five. Number five. We're number five. Keep it moving. Family commitment. Um, a lot of men, um, they are busy working and, and, you know, especially in, in seasons past, I think, I think fathers are changing. The role of fathers is changing in I our think culture so too. today and fathers, uh, now you are seeing them more, um, interacting with the children. You know, you'll see more fathers today changing diapers than you saw 50 years ago. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So, but you know, it's really, it really touches a woman's heart when she sees a father take an active role in raising the children and being present, you know, um, you know, my father was good. I remember, um, I have some great memories. After dinner, he'd come home from work at night. Mom would have dinner on the table. And we lived in the country. And after dinner, my dad would go out and play games with us, like hide-and-go-seek. And those are some of my greatest memories as a child, is is those memories of my dad doing things with us um, on a regular basis, not just a vacation once a year or twice a year. He, he, he did things with us, and I appreciate that. And... I look at um, some of the young men today that we know, some of our friends, Mm -hmm. you know, they're young men, um, and the way they father their children, you know, Mm -hmm. right from uh, the moment their wife gets pregnant, Mm -hmm. they're involved, Mm -hmm. they're present at the appointments, you know, as much as they can, and I think that's awesome. Well, that is awesome, and I think that those are some great things. Hopefully, you've been able to get something uh, really, really good out of the show. We'll see you at the next program. Take care. Bye.